This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Darwin Zook. Thanks for tuning in to MLB Extras podcast, Tigers edition. Pleased to be joined by Tigers reporter Jason Beck. Jason, we appreciate the time as always, my friend, and it's officially Hot stove season, as it's called. The World Series is concluded, and the Tigers, like every team, are on the clock. Time to start making moves. And I know you touched on this last week, but if you had to pinpoint one major offseason move for the Tigers really to focus on right now, what would it be to improve their roster? Well, I think they're going to look at uh, shortstop especially. You know, There's a huge void there now with Iglesias gone. They haven't really had to look at the open market for a shortstop in a long, long time. Uh, but at the same time, they're, they're kind of caught in the middle here. They would like a veteran shortstop to help stabilize a relatively young infield, but they're also still in rebuilding mode, so they don't want to make a major investment towards a, uh, you know, a long-term contract with the guy, especially since – they have two shortstop prospects they think could be, you know, maybe a year away in uh, Willie Castro and uh, Sandy Alcantara. So the guy like Jose Iglesias, we'll, we'll skip to some of the free agents right now that the Tigers have, like Iglesias, Francisco Liriano, a pitcher, but specifically with Iglesias, uh, does that mean that perhaps this is the end of his time in Detroit, or could there perhaps be a reunion there where Iglesias stays, uh, depending on what goes on in the free agent market at shortstop? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a chance. I kind of compare it to what the Royals and Alcides Escobar went through last year to where, you know, it got to the point where Escobar was still out there. The Royals hadn't really filled the spot. Uh, you know, they were they were hoping for somebody to hold down the role until Mondesi was ready. And eventually they, they got together on the deal. You know, that that's kind of what I can see happening, you know, with, with these two guys. Um, it's... Uh, but you know, I, I think first and foremost, they're they're both going to be looking for for other destinations and, and better options. I think after you know the better part of uh, six years, I think they're ready to uh, kind of see what what they have there. And uh, and uh, if it turns out that uh, they haven't filled their needs by the time we get past the holidays, then then maybe they can get together. But right now, they're in the exploratory process. Talking with Tigers reporter Jason Beck. And Jason, obviously, you mentioned the team's in still in rebuilding mode, haven't been in the postseason now in a few years, since 2014. How does that affect going into the offseason? You wrote a little bit about the need to improve pitching. Obviously, they rank towards the bottom of all of baseball and Team ERA. How do they go into the offseason now and try to improve that pitching staff, but not spending too much money as part of the rebuilding process. Well, I think they're going to look to try to duplicate what they did last year with uh, Mike Fires and, and uh, Francisco Liriano, although Liriano was kind of a unique situation in that he was still out there uh, during spring training and the Tigers decided to uh, spend a little bit more money there. And 
and bring him in to help uh, bolster the staff, especially once health concerns emerged about Daniel Norris. Um, so I, I would anticipate they're going to look at both the uh, free agent and the non-tender markets and kind of see if there's another fires out there. I, I think that's the ideal scenario for them is to find somebody that they can kind of get on the rebound, uh, you know, maybe an undervalued arm, bring him in, uh, you know, let him regain some of his value and then, you know, maybe trade him at the July deadline for a couple prospects. They're not going to be top guys, but anytime you can bring in, you know, a little bit more talent there, I think they're, they're trying to stockpile prospects at this point. And that's what they're, they're hoping to do in this case. You know, they, they were able to get uh, two guys from the A system for fires in early August. Uh, you know, they'd been in talk with the Brewers before that. Um, Leonis Martin was a similar situation. And if, depending on how Willie Castro turns out, it might end up that they got their future starting shortstop out of just basically just doing a, a short-term deal with uh, Leonis Martin after he was uh, cut loose by the Cubs. And you mentioned uh, Daniel Norris just a moment ago as well. He was limited last year to just 56 innings between the Tigers and a minor league assignment as well because of that groin surgery he had. Now he's on his way to Japan, part of a team playing um, against Japanese All-Stars in a seven-game exhibition there. And I, and I feel like, you know, Jason, for some players, it's, it's just a cool experience to be able to go and be a part of this. But for, for Daniel... This is really part of a, a rehab assignment in a way, right? And try and get ready for spring training. This is an important stint for him. Yeah, this is this is a business trip for him. Although I, you know, I'm sure he'll, you know, being the traveler that he is, he'll try try to take advantage of what time he's got and and see the sights in Japan and and kind of be a little bit of a tourist there. But more important than anything, you know, he's looking to to add up some innings after basically missing the better part of four months following groin surgery last year, he's looking to repeat his delivery, uh, shore up some things there, maybe start getting some velocity back. He was a little bit encouraged by some of the numbers he saw in the Dominican. You know, he said he topped out at 94 miles an hour a few times. He was more generally around 89 to 92. And, you know, he's trying to creep up closer to those mid-90s fastballs he was throwing uh, when he first came over to the Tigers in uh, 2015. Uh, so he's hoping to get a couple starts over there, get some repetitions. Uh, if he can add those innings to the three starts he got in the uh, Dominican Winter League um, in, in October, then that will ideally add up, you know, probably about 20 to, to maybe 25 innings onto the, uh, onto the innings total for this year and maybe allow the Tigers to stretch them out a little bit more in spring training without having to put quite as strict of an innings count on him. Because I know, uh, you know the Tigers are, are pretty stringent nowadays about not extending pitchers too terribly far over their previous year's total. They're trying to do what they, what they can uh, to try to keep some of these young arms healthy. And, and Norris, for all his major league time, is still one of those young arms. And for those listening right now that want to check out Norris and other players um, in that event in Japan, you can watch some of those games on MLB Network, televising those contests November 9th to the 15th. And MLB Network also 
televising this coming Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time, the Arizona Fall League All-Star Game. Again, you can watch that on MLB Network. A couple Tigers players in that game, Jason, including outfielder Daz Cameron and catcher Jake Rogers. What can you tell us about how they've played? Obviously, they've played well. They're in the All-Star Game there, but what can you tell us about their progress? Well, yeah, Cameron's had a pretty good uh, fall ball uh season over there playing well they're both playing for mesa but uh you know his numbers have been pretty good he's been able to get some repetitions with the bat uh you know he's he's actually tried a ton of stolen bases uh you know entering play on wednesday he's five for nine in stolen base attempts but what they were looking for is to help him work on making a little bit more consistent contact help him uh, improve the at bats He's drawn a ton of walks, you know, 11 walks in uh, what I believe 53, 55 plate appearances over there. So, you know, he, he's really done a good job of trying to make the pitchers come to him. And that was something that um, he was trying to do down the stretch after he got called up to uh, AAA for the stretch run of the uh, Toledo Mudhens playoff run there. So this is kind of picking up where he left off and, and kind of trying to get him a uh, head start going into what could be a, a really big season for him in 2019, where he has a chance to, you know, probably not compete for the center field job out of spring training. But if he gets off to a hot start in Toledo, don't be surprised if you start hearing calls for him to get the promotion and, and get the job up in Detroit, similar to what we heard over the course of the summer with uh, Kristen Stewart this past year. Uh, Jake Rogers has been uh, a little bit more of a work in progress. Uh, he, he hasn't hit all that well numbers-wise. The Tigers wanted him to go down there and continue the work he had done uh, late in the season at Double Erie on uh, the approach at the plate and kind of uh, tempering that all-or-nothing swing he had developed to try to focus a little bit more on line drives, putting the ball in play, spraying the ball around. Uh, he, he's it's been a work in progress there. Um, you know, he's kind of had scattered outings because they do have a decent uh, three catchers on the roster at Mesa. So he's not getting quite the consistent at bats we might've expected going into the fall. But I think, you know, the, the drawing card for Rogers is defense and it's always going to be that uh, the way he calls a game, the way he can frame pitches and especially the arm he has to, to hold down the opposing running game. Uh, it's really something to see when he has a chance to throw runners out. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, viewers will have a chance to see that in the uh, Fall Stars game uh, coming up. Absolutely. And just to remind folks once again out there, Saturday, November 3rd, this coming Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, check out that Arizona Fall League all-star game on MLB Network. A lot of great young players in that contest. Definitely worth checking that out. Jason, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. Should be an interesting offseason as always for the Tigers. We'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Until then. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for tuning in to MLB Extras. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.